informing, enlightening, and inspiring a community. Welcome to the Aging and Awesome Podcast. Proudly presented by Marsha Rambeau with Transaction Realty 500. And now, here are your hosts, Joe Delarippa and Carrie McKenzie. Hello and welcome to episode six of Aging and Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie McKenzie, alongside the star of Aging and Awesome, Joe Delarippa. Joe, what are you up to today? Hi there. I'm doing a great day. I had a walk around Virginia Lake and it was absolutely beautiful. So this podcast series has been so fun. If you have not heard previous episodes, be sure to check them out. Today we have a special guest. You've heard about her on the podcast before. Marsha Rambeau with Transaction Realty helps seniors declutter, downsize, and eventually move into homes that better fit their lifestyle. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Joe and Carrie. Hi. Um, so how are you doing today? I'm good. I know you guys are both doing good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So glad you're here. Um, so today we are continuing our podcast series on the topic of earthly possessions, clutter, and living comfortably as we age. So where should we start? Let's see. Um, what do you think about clutter, Joe? I just think that if you've been living in a home a very long time, it's very easy to have be cluttered. But if you're moving around a bit, like I have, I don't have much clutter because every time I moved, I went through things and sorted out and... It's, um, it's a lot more difficult when you stay in the same home, like for some people are 30 years, 40 years in the same place. And uh, so they get very uh, attached to things because they're used to seeing them all the time. So that makes a big difference, I think. You have to realize that uh, there are some things that you wouldn't want to pass down to your family because it wouldn't be meaningful to them. So it would be actually doing them a favor to get rid of a, a lot of your clutter. It's so true, Joe. It's like my mom is 94, and she's been in the house since I was a year old, 66 years. Oh, and wow. she's in assisted living right now for the last two years. So my sisters and I go back and try to go through all the stuff. <laughs> and But she has a really good memory still. So a couple years ago, when Joe and I talked about this, I, I was back there with my sisters helping, and... We brought my mother over to dinner to the house, and she's looking. She's like, what are you girls doing? Because we had stuff out on the curb, take for free. <laughs> and she goes, well, where's that vase that Mary and Kenny gave me? I'm like, we're like, we look at each other like, uh-oh, is that out on the curb? <laughs> like, how, do you, how does she even remember that, right. you know, at her age? But, you know, it, it, it's something that we've had to talk through with her to be able to get rid of stuff because when something does happen, it's really hard for the four kids to be able to go back there and end up having to take care of everything, you know. So it's better if you know you're going to have to maybe go to assisted living, start kind of early to just try to declutter things, you know. And, you know, it's just I know Joe's moved a lot. And, and for you, it's easy, mm -hmm. but it's hard yes, for some I, people. I think some people are more at, get more attached to things than others, uh, and that's probably part of it. It's hard. It's kind of like they're, they're, hurt, they're hurting someone or disrespecting someone, and I think that probably, uh, probably has a lot to do with it, you know. Right, and then it seems the longer you're 
here on earth, the more you collect, right? You and um, I mean, you like to get things when you're on vacation or just keep me- memory type things. Oh. And um, like my husband and I are we're in the middle of moving. We're waiting for everything to close so we can move. And I have such a hard time. Like I have so much clutter. I never know if I should keep this stupid paper clip and where do I put it and I'm going to need it one day and you know then that day comes and I can't find it so that's that's our problem uh, well it's it's so true and I, I've seen it happen so many times where families when something everybody does end up passing away and people they get in fights over oh. stuff <laughs> you know I have a good friend and four four girls and they've even to this day when her mother passed away they all fought over well I'm getting this or I'm getting that it's like it's so crazy to to it really is you know you know I mean if if there's things that you know your parents want to pass on to you or whatever you know let them know you know and if they're going like into assisted living take it now Mm -hmm. so you don't have to you know I don't want to do that to my kids down the road mm-hmm. so I've moved a lot more than my family ever has <laughs> so every time you move you try to get rid of stuff you know but you still keep stuff you right. know I have my daughter's brownie outfit my, my son's Cub Scout things he's made <laughs> so I'm guilty as charged <laughs> right. uh, I think some people uh, try to, uh, to make that easier by putting a label on certain things and I've seen that where they have something Underneath, you pick it up, and it says, this is for so-and-so. And that helps a lot, too. And also, giving things to your children or even your grandchildren, because maybe that they say, oh, this was dad's or this was mom's. And they, they get excited about it. And that way, you know, you're, you're getting rid of things, and you're doing something good at the same time. Right, and it could be a conversation you have, too, with um, your loved ones and your family member or your grandma or your mom, you know, before they go to the, the assisted living place, it's probably important to have the conversation, you know, and keep it open and talk about what you want and what you don't want and how you want, and like if um, you were the eldest of the family, you don't, you want to mention that you don't want them to fight, you know, it's really important for them not to, to get in fights. Because exactly. my family kind of got that way a couple different times, too. Not real extreme, but a couple, mm-hmm. you know, spats. But, yeah, it is uncomfortable and horrible to go through. Uh, there are companies that actually now uh, uh, will assist you in, in helping you to get rid of things. And so, mm-hmm. Ma- Marsha, you probably have right. worked with them. Right. And they will, they'll come in and, and help you go through the process of decluttering. Mm. And you know, even, even like when I'm getting ready to sell a house, if I'll go in there and help them too, you know? Because when people go into a house, they, they don't want to see a bunch of stuff. They want a picture of their things mm-hmm. in, in the home. So gently try to let people know, okay, this is what we need to do here. So let's just get a couple boxes and keep it as positive a process mm. as possible. Um, and don't, it's over, overwhelming, you know, just take an hour and say, okay, here's this room, let's go through it. And we had to do that with my mother, you know, um, but you can't overwhelm them because then it, they just shut off. Right. You know, then it's like, forget it, I'm done. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, but even if you take like little objects and go, okay, what's that memory? 
you know, talk about that memory, you know, and maybe are you okay? I'm okay to let this go. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seriously mm -hmm. is a, um, something that's hard for people, you know. Um, I've got my dad's cufflinks, you know, mm -hmm. but that's, it's just a little part of him, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's small, but I wouldn't ever want to throw those away, you know. Right. So it's, it's, I understand, especially the older you get, that it's mm -hmm. even harder to let things go. Mm -hmm. And then when your um, grandma or your parents pass away and they leave, you know, all these things, you kind of feel guilty throwing things away or giving them away and you just hold on to them and it doesn't really do any good. Right. right? Exactly. But it is hard to give them away. It's really hard, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, in the house in New York that where my mom's at, there's an old barn. It's full of stuff. When my grandmother was alive, there's chairs from the patio when I was a child. So you're talking 60-year-old <laughs> chairs, you know, that used to wow. be on the porch. And, and you look at those, and I remember those even as a child because it was happy memories, happy mm -hmm. summers, you know. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get rid of them either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, like, you give it to the kids, and they're like, well, I don't. Well, because maybe I, I want those. I these. <laughs> well, maybe you could take some pictures of things and just have more or less pictures of easier. Because as you say, you might think that your children will want to have something that was yours, and they may not be interested. So I mean, you're going through a bunch of turmoil for no reason. Exactly. That's a good idea, Jack. So yeah, that's, that's a good idea. idea. So I would say yes. I would say that would be one way of of uh, you know getting getting things done. You have to get things done one way or another. I mean, you, a person can go into a thrift store today and their thrift stores are so full of things. And guess why? They came from all these different homes like that. And so it's, um, it, it doesn't go away. It has to be, it has to be dealt with because it isn't something that goes away. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And it's not something you want to leave till, till the last, you know, minute you've got to just do it gradually right you know like that's what we've done with my mother over the last two to three years mm -hmm. we knew she was going to have to go to assisted living so it's like okay you know help us here <laughs> right right help us out <laughs> yeah not do it all at one time because no. like you said it can be so overwhelming right it seems like too a lot of seniors lately they like to downsize or they want to downsize or they downsize because uh, that's who we bought our home from was from a senior couple and, and they're downsizing and they're getting rid of a lot of stuff and um, they were trying to get rid of a piano. They wanted to know if we wanted their piano, but we didn't want their piano. <laughs> it would have been nice, but we don't play it. And um, they were saying how pianos are going, There's people don't know what pianos are anymore, like the young, younger generation and, and uh, they just don't know what to do with this piano. <laughs> Thing, huh? Yeah, well, you could always call a music company because there are some music companies yeah. that still have pianos, and that's probably the best thing to do because you, it isn't very easy to move a piano. I so, know. It, it it, it, yeah, it's quite a chore to do that. I mean, they're heavy, bulky, and uh, yeah, and they have to be so careful. So, right, interesting. Right. That's another thing my mother has in the house, little uh -oh. baby grand piano. Oh, wow. 
no. It'll be interesting to see how r- tough that is to get rid of, maybe, or yes. maybe someone can come pick it up. But yes, a, I know. Like a teacher, a piano teacher. I don't yeah. know if they pick those things up. I don't. I don't know either. I know. I I would suggest that's what I'm saying that there are still some actually some piano companies that uh, that you you'd have to look it up now with a, a Facebook or whatever you could look it up and and they might have somebody that uh, a band or, or a, a, a group that gets together to play that could use it and I mean you'd have to donate it I mean yeah. nobody would buy it you'd have to donate it right. right but you'd get rid of it that way right right. So where did your parents, which assisted living did your parents move to? It, well, it's in New York. Oh, oh. Yeah, okay. it's in New York, and it's interesting because her, my mother's mother and sister both had stayed at the same place when they were still alive. Oh, my word. Yeah, and, and it's, so it was a comfort thing for her to go there. She knew it, and it's five minutes from the house. So... It's in the same neighborhood. She didn't have to get adjusted to something new. So it, it was actually ideal. And it's mm. so much better than her being by herself. You know, they have activities and all that. Right. And it, it, she just keeps her mind sharp and she exercises like you do, Joe. And it's um, she plays the piano for them over there. Oh, and nice. <laughs> So it is, it, it's a good thing. But again, it's a hard process to go through, know. you know? So it's kind of like, you plan ahead and you even try to get the dimensions of the room where they're going to be so you know what you can bring mm-hmm. and have them pick out like special like okay i need to take this chair with mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. or my dad was an artist so okay let's get some of his paintings that are going to fit on the wall and we'll hang them up there so it's still bringing the house mm-hmm. to her new place you know and and make it be as upbeat and positive as you can, you know? Yeah, that's hard to imagine being in the same home for how many years? 66 <laughs> years. Yes, and then having to move into a, a different place One by room. yourself. Yeah. That's that's a big deal. It is. Especially it at, is. A, at an older age. Yes, yes, yes. But she adjusted, you know? And she's very social, so it's actually so much better that she's there, you know? What is she mm-hmm. gonna do, sit at home, you know? Exactly. And nobody's there, right. you know? All the kids, none of us live there. So, you know, we come and visit when we can, but it's, it's just, we all felt good about where, you know, and, and that's the important thing too, is you wanna make sure that where they are mm-hmm. is where you know that they're gonna be happy. That the staff is very helpful and considerate and kind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Joe, you 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 have a great little place where you live. I I ha- it's not very big, but it has everything in it that I need. And uh, I have a balcony. I'm very fortunate that's a large balcony and that's where I spend a lot of time, especially in the nice weather we're having. I sit out there, I read and I just enjoy just being outside. <laughs> And uh, and I have everything I need, but I, as I say, I've moved a lot, so I'm I'm used to uh, just having the basics. I call them the basics, and uh, that's all. My uh, 
There's a few things, a few pictures, of course, you always have to have yes. that that keep you company. And uh, But as far as fixtures, I'm not really that into fixtures that much. More, uh, my memories are are mine, <laughs> and that keeps me company. <laughs> and that's how that goes. But anyway, uh, but I I understand that some people have a problem with with getting rid of things. But uh, fortunate for me, as I said, I've never been that uh, I'm that interested in things, so that makes it easier. Right, and it just seems the more room you have, the more room you have to clutter thing, clutter it up with, <laughs> right. right? So true. Just like a purse, you know, the bigger your purse is, the more stuff you have in it, seems like, for me. Exactly. <laughs> I would say the main thing is, is keep, uh, keep, keep the few things, real mementos, you know, and, and I'm sure that everybody has some things that they're just that special to you, but they really wouldn't be that meaningful to any anyone else. And so in that case, that, that would be easy to to get rid of things that would, that you'd think, well, would that person be interested in, in this thing that I bought when I went to such and such? I mean, no. I think more family-type things, uh, that type of thing. Then you wonder if you want to... Um not buy so much stuff too you know that's hard to do for me i think oh it, well we cut off my mother on knickknacks <laughs> yeah no more knickknacks for nothing <laughs> no you know because you do you just then you just collect it you know i think it's harder to get rid of the things that um um not so much that kind of thing but the memory things I still, from sixth grade, have the autograph book that we made in sixth grade, I do too. and everybody signed it. And to let that, I still have that. I can't. It's one of those things you can't. It's hard to let. And that will only be go. good for you, memorable exactly. for you, right? Right. right. But in my diary, <laughs> from a kid, right. you know, your diary, exactly. Yeah. You know, my kids probably don't want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might want to. You never know. <laughs> but you probably don't read it. You just like to look at it, or do you read it? I I do read it sometimes. Yeah. And one of the things I always remember, even putting in there, is when John Kennedy was assassinated. Oh. And I remember that vividly, and I wrote about it in, oh. the, in the diary. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the one thing that stuck out. In my mind, because that was such a sad time. Yeah, <laughs> what? That's kind of neat, really neat, because then you can see it from your perspective at the age you were at compared what, to now. Eleven, twelve. Yeah, yeah. Then to sixty-three, he died. So yeah, eleven and twelve years. Well, I was born in fifty-two. So yeah. <laughs> did you think that you had it well? Like, um, did you see it from? The same way you see it now, the the event of Kennedy, like at, at eleven, were you innocent about saying what you saw, or how'd you? I, I just remember that? I remember watching the funeral, mm -hmm. and how sad that it was carrying his his mm -hmm. casket, and mm -hmm. even at that age, it just I can remember that like it was yesterday, mm -hmm. and you know Jackie Kennedy with the two kids standing there, mm -hmm. it just. It was so sad. I remember crying even then, you know. Um, but it it just 
And every time you, you know, they bring back things about that, it just, it does, it takes you right back there, wow. you know? So it's, there's certain things in your brain that... <laughs> that stay there. They're right? there, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, especially things that you write in your diary. You probably remember every single thing that happened. Yes, yeah, it's true, wow. you know? <laughs> well, that's one thing that uh, I think your family would be interested in if you did write and you left that as a legacy that they could say, gee, I didn't know that she did that, right. or yeah. I didn't understand that. So something like that to me is more more precious than say a dish or mm-hmm. or something right. like that. The, those things come and go. Exactly. Yeah, those exactly. things come and go. But yeah. anything written uh, where you really were in touch with yourself, mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. things are really nice to pass on. Uh, I have also, like you said, I have the autograph book from when I graduated uh, uh, grammar school, and uh, and I, people wrote things in there, and I gave that to my kids already. I said, oh, you might want to see this. This is what I got when I graduated. And they kind of got a kick out of it, and there was a picture of me in there with all my girlfriends that I had, PS 34 in the Bronx, New York, and they kind of got a big kick out of that. So something like that is easier yes. to pass on, mm-hmm. <laughs> and something that I think they, they can show it to their kids, right. you know. So. That's true, yeah. yeah. When I see things handwritten, like by my mm-hmm. mom, I just love seeing her, her handwriting, and my grandma, I love it. So that probably is really special for your family to have your book. But it is, and my mother, she's done journals for years, for years she has journals and she has you know handwriting today has gotten i'm really bad at it too but even today her handwriting is beautiful and back then it was so different you know when we even learned how to write you know Mm -hmm. and i think it's gotten away from that and even when i moved to california when when i left new york that's how we communicated was letters you know? I know, so I still have. I have letters from my grandmother. You know, when she would write to me, and and those are the things you do. It's really, really yeah. hard. And like Joe, like you said, if you pass those things down, yeah. you know, and and not like you were talking about the shot glasses that you collect. <laughs> <laughs> shot glasses. I, I that's no, you're right. But I would say, like you say, the written word. Uh, because that's hi- that's like history anyway, yes. and uh, and everybody's interested in that. Mm-hmm. Your kids might not be at a certain age, but as they get older, they would be. And and for your grandkids to have something that say, oh, that was my grandma's, yes. they they would be proud of it. I think they would they would be happy about it. Exactly, right. exactly. Rather than the things, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So yeah. penmanship used to be so important. Oh, like, you know, at the grocery store checking out, everything's um, electric, yes. electronic. And then I remember my grandmother, just her name was Virginia Higgins, and she'd write every single letter out. It would take her so long to write it, but she wanted to be accurate, you know. <laughs> we used to get graded on that in school. On your penmanship. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Remember they used to draw absolutely. on the chalkboard, the, all right. the lines, and you yes. had to make sure your cursive was right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Capitals and your little letters. And then I, they even took um, cursive out of school, I think, for a minute. They were, they were not going to have um, the younger generation learn cursive. Which is, it doesn't like, make to sense. Put it right back in, yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think children write today. I don't. I think they communicate with texting and uh, machinery. Where there's, they don't even have uh, penmanship. We had penmanship classes. So I know they don't. So everything is done electronically, and it's uh, it's going to be. It's not going to be personal anymore because right. everybody's is going to be the same. And that, to me, that's kind of sad. It is sad. Yeah, that's kind of sad. sad. You're listening to the Aging and Awesome podcast. We'll be right back. Marsha Rambeau has worked closely with many seniors over her 30-plus year career. It's a stressful time, and she, as she has said, will definitely make it less stressful. So give Marsha Rambeau a call for a free evaluation of your home and find a place that best fits your lifestyle. Her number is 775-395-9133. That's 775-395-9133. Marsha Rambeau with Transaction Realty. Well, maybe it's time to sing a song. It's a good day. You want to sing a song? A song, and it's a you good day. You can sing day. for ten minutes. I Let's do sing, it. I can sing for a long, long time. She I could like talk to, to herself for a I long, like long time. <laughs> I keep myself company that way, and I, uh, and I keep my myself happy. By and you keep others happy, happy too, right? Right. And uh, it, it's a good day. It's always a good day when you uh, can enjoy. We have this gorgeous day today. I walked Virginia Lake this morning for three miles, and I, it's a wonderful way to start the day. And uh, it's healthy, and it's quiet, and it's beautiful. So that's something to shout about and sing about, don't you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I have another question for you, um, Marsha. Uh, so you help seniors specifically get new houses. I mean, how long have you been in real real estate, a realtor? Thirty three years. Thirty three years, and and you mostly just deal with seniors, or probably the last I would say ten years. I mean, I still work with everybody, but it it's kind of gravitated towards that, you know, and and that's I really feel like I'm helping them, mm-hmm. and that's what I enjoy doing. Like I said, I'll go in and assess everything and say, okay, this is what we need to do, and and I'll help them do it. I'm happy to help them do it. And having been through it with my mother, and even though she's in New York, I would hope that a realtor back there would do the same for her since we're not there, you know? So you you hope that, because a lot of people don't have their family here, Mm -hmm. you know? So you're kind of like they're child to help them <laughs> right. right. Well, that's really good because it is an emotional mm-hmm. um thing to move it is and i think that it, i've done it so much that i know that i really try to keep them focused and keep it positive and this is going to be a good thing you're just on your next journey and you know that the big thing is positive and because a lot of them are like i don't want to move I don't want to do this. Um, I had one client, she was 104, and she had been in her house by herself, and her bedroom was upstairs. Well, she fell and broke her hip. And I, Stephanie, you can't, and the doctors told her, you can't stay here anymore. And Mm. it was so hard. She had built that house years ago, and um, she was quite a character, but, you know, we just had to ease her out of it, and, 
you know, it was, it was, but again, that was just a hard emotional time, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, it's funny because she had a lot of artwork and, um, she's like, oh, well just call Salvation Army or St. Vincent's and they'll come and pick everything up. And I actually have one of the paintings in my house mm -hmm. because she, it, it just fit my decor. I, I, mm -hmm. Joe was over at my house. Yes. I don't, I, it was right. in the hallway there right. as you come in through the front door. And I love that because every time I look at things, then I've got a memory of that person. I have so many things in the house that I have gotten from clients <laughs> who have turned to be friends, you know, nice. and, and I love that, you know, I, I, that gives me that memory of that person, right. you know, and, and a lot of them have now passed away. So, you know, it's, um, I, I feel fortunate to have done that, but, um, again, just trying to keep it as positive for them and knowing, you know what, everything's going to be okay. Everything will be okay. You know, make sure to show compassion to, you know, and empathy oh, right. for absolutely. that, too. Absolutely. Because it's it's I feel for them. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can tell, you know, they're one day they might be having a really bad day. And it's like, OK, well, you know what? Let's just we won't do anything today. Let's mm -hmm. just give it a rest, you know, mm -hmm. because it gets so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know, I one of the last clients I had with that she had the Alzheimer's and the husband, they had been married for 65 years, and he was is so good to her. And, but it was really hard because they had been in the house for a long time too, but she didn't have any memories. Like every time I would go over there, she'd oh. go, oh, who are you? And I'm like, oh. you know, but, and they went to assisted living because they had to get out of the house. And um, so I helped them through, get through that whole process and ended up, painting three of the rooms <laughs> before we got the house on the market but <laughs> you know that i mean you got to do what you got to do because my i mean my job is to try to get them the most i can for them you know a lot of times that's it you know their house is it and by that time they probably don't owe anything on it so you you know if if painting's what it takes then that's what I'll do. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that anybody would be very, very fortunate to have Marsha uh, oh, helping them go through this stage because she's she really cares and she knows what she's doing and she has had that experience because of her family. Mm -hmm. So it, it's going to be passed on to the clients and that is like really worth a lot. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's so wonderful. You know, I think... I think uh, we should somehow get the word out because so, so many seniors are going through that, having to move or downsize and don't know where to start. It's true, mm -hmm. you know. And again, if they know they're going to have to be moving, it's better to do it, start getting it so it's, you know, less overwhelming than it's already going to be. And real estate itself is stressful, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. to begin with, let alone, you know, for, for somebody that's older. You know, my son lives in San Francisco, and they're selling the, the business that has been there for like 40 years, and he's in his 30s, and he said, boy, this real estate is stressful. Like, really? <laughs> Mom, how do you do it, Mom? <laughs> you know, they grew up with it. Right. <laughs> you know, if I take them to open houses or wherever, but, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. you know, but it, but it is hard. It ranks right up there with with death and divorce, right. seriously, to go through real, a real estate transaction. So you have to have the compassion and understanding for people. And I always say sometimes you're a psychologist because that's just what you have mm-hmm. to step into, right. you know? Right. And I, I can't tell you how many clients have, have really turned into friends, you know? Because I, I don't treat them like they're clients, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, you know, I'm, I'm helping them. I'm helping them realize one step to the next, you know, where they're going. And hopefully that's a happy, you want to make it a happy transition for them, you know. And you're with yeah. them all the way through it from the beginning to the ending, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If they want to call at 10 o'clock at night to talk, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah, she's <laughs> she's a very good at what she does, and she loves doing it, and it shows because she cares. And and I think for some people, as she was saying, it's very emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's not like it can't always be a happy thing that they have to move. They have it's got reasons for moving, and sometimes they are not happy. So anybody that can help them get through it and mm-hmm. in the pos- be positive, mm-hmm. that, that's terrific. Mm-hmm. You are one in a million. That seems like that's all we have time for today. So thank you so much to our sponsors, especially Marsha Rambeau with Transaction Realty for making the Aging and Awesome podcast possible. Marsha, how can people get in contact with you? Oh, well, my cell phone is 775-395-9133, and I'm always around. (laughs) (laughs) What a lifesaver you are. So be sure to tune in to Aging and Awesome Saturdays on KTVN2 News. I'm Carrie McKenzie on behalf of Joe and all of us at Aging and Awesome. Have a great day. Say bye, Joe. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Thank you.